On our last broadcast, I told you about the kinds of things that happen when I go around speaking about counseling. Often I gather a group of pastors together at some place or other, and we meet and we have a seminar on counseling. And at the end of that seminar for pastors and other Christian workers who are doing counseling, we often have a question and answer period in which the trainees at that seminar hand in written questions. Sometimes the questions pertain to <coughs> marriage problems, sometimes to family difficulties, but they usually always grow out of real situations that the counselors themselves who are attending the seminar have been facing and with which they are perplexed. I read you one last time about handling hurt, a woman who had tried to uh, avoid hurt, even going so far as to try to take her life by running away from it. And I said that what she needed to do was instead of trying to stand uh, hurt, or I can't stand it, as she says, or I can't take it, instead of trying to stand it or take it, she needed to learn the biblical response of handling hurt by responding with good to those who hurt you. Now we have another question that uh, has to do with a child, a child in school, a child who is teased, a very frequent situation in our schools and among children who are born sinners and who love to exert their sin and their sinful natures by hurting each other through teasing. So in a sense, we have a, a rather specialized case of the kind of thing we were talking about in the last broadcast. How can a child who is being teased handle hurt? Here's how the question and answering went at that period when the question was asked. What, here's the question, what should be done for a child who has a serious weight problem in school and is being kidded by other children? The Sunday school teacher and the teacher in school protected the child by censuring the class for its attitude. Now the answer to that, first of all, was to ask a further question. Was it ascertained as to whether this weight problem was due to glandular difficulties or was it due to overeating? And the answer to that was it was due to overeating. A thorough medical examination showed that no indication of anything physiological lay behind the problem. Now with that information, let's move on. What should a Sunday school teacher or a teacher in a Christian school or a parent if the teacher will not do the right thing, what should the teacher or the parent or whoever it is that's trying to counsel or help this child do in this situation? First of all, the teacher's desire to protect the child was laudable. And we have to recognize that fact. The teacher was right in wanting to protect the child to some extent. But you see, by censuring the class for its attitude and dealing only with that aspect of the problem, she was not really helping the child who had the eating problem because all she was doing was trying to remove the problem from the child. But you see, protection is never really proper. It's never really the only thing to do. Protection is the smallest part of the issue. And really, protection becomes most significant only when something is extremely serious and dangerous. Because we can't protect people in life. 
Children can't be protected from being exposed to ridicule or teasing or heartache or sorrow or hurts of various sorts. We live in a world of sin, and that sin will continue to exert itself upon us by sinners doing things that hurt. We can never protect a person, and if we seek to protect him, and that's our only means of dealing with the problem by protecting him from hurt, we will really hurt the child ourselves because we will never teach him how to deal with the problem itself. What this child needs to learn more than anything else is not to run from the problem, but how to grapple with it. Indeed, in one sense, protection, if that's all that ever happens, becomes a way of avoiding or running from problems. Now, if this child comes to know Jesus Christ as his Savior, if this little fellow is a, is a boy who early in his years comes to know that Jesus Christ shed his blood on the cross for him, bearing the guilt and the penalty that he deserved for his sins, this child has all that he needs, both in the instructions of the scriptures and in the powerful resources of the Holy Spirit who enables us to live according to those scriptures to deal with this problem of teasing. You remember the Lord Jesus himself was mocked. In a sense, you might say he was teased on the cross. A teacher or a parent or whoever is working with this child might point out that significant fact. But the Lord Jesus Christ handled that mocking well. He did not respond in kind. He did not try to avoid it, but he dealt with those who mocked him by asking God to forgive them for their sins. It's understandable that the teacher wanted to protect the child because the child was upset and so was the teacher and so was the class. The kidding was not pleasant. It wasn't Christian. It wasn't kind of the other children to make fun of him. And, of course, they needed to be faced with their sin in doing so. That's true enough. Yet throughout his life, the stout youngster, the, the fat youngster, the chubby little kid is going to have to deal with people who are going to treat him wrongly. So he's going to have to learn two things. First, how God expects him to handle teasing or wrong treatment. And secondly, he needs to learn that God expects him to solve the weight problem rather than run away from those who point it out to him. The teacher, of course, should not permit such cruel teasing in her classroom, but she must remember that the boy can't avoid the jeers outside of the classroom, out on the, uh, uh, at lunchtime and out on the campus at the school. He's going to get it. And so what she needs to do is to learn him, uh, teach him how to learn to, to handle this problem whenever it occurs. So I would suggest that she sets up a counseling conference with the boy and with the parents, if they're not already involved, to discuss these matters. After she has received from the boy uh, a commitment to make such an attempt, he's going to need full cooperation from his family, for example, in just what they serve him in food also in the encouragement that they give him and how they teach him to work at problems and handle them so that he begins to handle them God's way. And so the teacher then at that counseling session could explain the whole situation to the parents chronologically relating what took place. And in all of this, encourage the parents to teach the boy together with her the same thing so that there will be a unified approach at school, in the Christian school or the Christian Sunday school or wherever it was, and in the home. And that approach ought to be the same that I mentioned on our last broadcast. The approach ought to be, as Romans 12 says, 
that he's going to have to learn how to bless those who persecute him, how to bless and curse not. And he's going to have to learn how to do good for those who do evil to him, giving something to a hungry enemy to eat, giving something to a thirsty enemy to drink. Those little enemies that he has been making all around campus have needs. And if he can study their needs and find out what they are and help them to meet their needs by doing something for them, the teasing and the jeering is going to begin to subside. But the real answer, of course, too, is to deal with this weight problem. And that's something that ought to take an entire broadcast by itself. Lord, we pray that you will help mothers and teachers and those who are listening today to deal with children, not just in order to remove the problems, but to help them how to, to know how to solve the problems and withstand them God's way. For we pray in Christ's name for his sake. Amen. <laughs>